We live our everyday lives, just like everyone else on Earth. But there are groups of us who have a really dark side. This dark side could bring shame to us. This is why we never fully know people. We could spend years with a person and not know what that person fantasizes deep in one's subconscious. We all want something which is not quite on the menu. That item on the menu is what we try to have as much as possible without experiencing unnecessary consequences. If you look at the people close to you, do you think they have the same dark side as you do? If they do, how would you judge someone knowing that you also have the same dark side? Let's learn how our Lilith influences the depths of our subconscious minds, and why she has even existed there in the first place. Hello stars, welcome to Astrology Moon, let's jump right into this episode. Lilith in astrology represents our shadows, our desires, and our lynched trauma. It is our dark thoughts which are considered taboo within our communities. Therefore, we hide and indulge in these thoughts during our private moments and with people whom we can trust. Lilith is conceived to be a point in space known as the apogee. This is where the moon goes as it heads the furthest away from Earth, and therefore, it is the closest to the sun. A new moon occurs at this stage, which is not visible in the night sky, because the moon does not reflect any sunlight on the side which faces Earth during this time. Modern astrologers coined this term, Lilith, as it represents the dark side of humanity. Being born with a new moon can bring challenges depending on aspects of other celestial bodies. But a new moon generally is positive as we have been emotionally touched by our mother and now we feel secured in achieving our goals for the next month. You may want to know how being touched is important, but first we have to learn about the moon, which is also known as Selene. In Greek mythology, Selene was known in two ways. One. She was a titan who fell in love with a mortal man named Endymion. Selene saw this mortal man sleeping outside one night, and his attraction called to her to go to him and watch him sleep. From that day forward, she fell in love with him. She only had eyes for him. Just with this one lover, she bore 50 children, all of whom are daughters. Lilith was not one of those 50 children. You must know that Selene was not evil towards Endymion, nor has she ever cheated on him with another person. Also, she has never eaten any of her children. The other way we knew Selene was how she was a sensitive person. One wrong critique towards her meant that she would cast a spell on you as she cursed individuals with malady, or in today's times, mental illnesses. So just to recap, Selene, aka the moon, was faithful. She has never eaten any of her 50 children, and she became upset from time to time and cursed people with mental illnesses. Now let's meet Lilith. Lilith is actually another person in Greek mythology named Lumea. Lumea is a succubus, which connects her birth from Poseidon, aka Neptune, the god of dreams. As you may already know, Succubi only seek men who are sleeping. This means Lamea is a demon who preys on men to impregnate her. 
Her obsession is having children, and here's why. Lemayo's history started off differently. Her story started off stating how she was a beautiful queen, admired by many. She was attractive enough to steal the attention of a married man named Zeus, or Jupiter. Of course, having an affair with Lamia, she became one of Jupiter's 95 plus moons. After Hera, Zeus's wife, found out that Lamia was having an affair with Zeus and she had children with him, Hera kidnapped all of Lamia's children. In one account, Hera cast a spell on Lamia, making her an insomniac. Hera wanted Lamia to witness her children being red rum in front of her. So Hera took the lives of a few children away from Lamia. Zeus later felt bad about this situation and reversed the spell cast on Lamia. He also gave her the power of prophecy. In another account, Hera kidnapped the children and hid them away from Lamia forever. She also cast a spell on her to be an insomniac. Zeus also reversed the spell and gave her the power of prophecy. However, Lamia's mother was prophetic. So I am confused as to why she never initially inherited her powers. Regardless of which account is right, Lamea learned about the unequivocal retaliation of Red Rum and kidnapping to adultery, and went BERSERK! Lamea snatched up other children within the town out of despair and frustration. She would grab their arms and eat them until only their bones were left. As time passed, something strange started happening to Lamea. Her skin started to decay. Her body was changing into a serpent. The serpent is symbolic with the snake in the story of Adam and Eve. Basically, the snake was evil and cunning. The more she decayed, the closer she became to her true self. To remedy this, Lamea had to feed on the youth. However, she did not just eat children in plain sight. Lamea would enter homes and eat children at night. Then she would creep up to men sleeping in their beds and have sex with them. In the daytime, she would flirt with men, go back to their places, have sex with them, and then drink their blood. Eventually, this method did not last long as she was taken over by her memories of her children losing their lives in front of her. It consumed her so much that she found more comfort in her evil side. This is when she joined forces with demons. Before Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Venus, Mercury, Neptune, and Pluto, we had primordial deities. These are the OG gods. Uranus and Earth were among them. But there was another deity called Nyx, who was the personification of night. Nyx had spawned a cruel deity long before Lamea, who is known as Ipolos. Ipolos is the sleep deity of nightmares. His function is also of an incubus, which means he would impregnate women during their sleep. For any succubus or incubus to be successful, one must put an individual into a sleep state, which was the function of a Greek god called Hypnos. At this point, Lamea turned into an evil succubus, whom we all know now as a vampire. If you are wondering, has a succubus or an incubus ever visited me before? Let me tell you how that would be. There are five stages of sleep. 
awaking state in a lying position going into light sleep or N1 then N2 then N3 and then REM on average we spend about 25% in the REM stage which is also known as rapid eye movement this stage equates to 25 to 27 minutes REM is when your eyes rapidly move at this time as your brain function starts to activate as if you were in a waking state. This is when lucid dreaming occurs and only a few people are able to understand that they are alive and within a dream at the same time. Some people can control their dreams at this time like pausing it, going to the bathroom and then going back to bed pressing play when falling back to sleep. While it is great to dream and complete a cycle of sleep, a succubus or an incubus may lie on top of you during your sleep. When we are in the REM stage, atonia also activates at this time. Because of our brain's activity being so high, we may want to kick, punch, roll or other functions. Our bodies have a defense mechanism to paralyze our muscles from acting out these actions. This is considered normal. So I need to ask, have you ever awakened from sleep and could not move at all? This might be a scary feeling, especially when you are a 12 year old who likes to watch scary movies. There were nights when I could not breathe as well. I would wake, I could not move, and I could not breathe. People in Hawaii will say that night marchers probably visited you during sleep. And you know anyone who lives in Hawaii practically believes in ghosts because ghosts can be unforgiving. Hawaiian ghosts are not very nice. Also we have a rule to never put our beds in the paths of the doorway because during the night a night marcher or a spirit would walk through the door and pass the bed too. Even my sister said she woke up one night being choked by a black spirit which ran under her door as soon as she woke up trying to fight it. I have never seen any spirits like that during my episodes, but from what I read, during the stages of Atonia, the lungs will continue to work. So out of the 3 or 4 times in my life that I had this episode, my lungs stopped working. I woke up struggling to breathe and all I could think about was trying to move at the same time. The only thing I could move were my head and my feet. I tried desperately to breathe before passing out. When an incubus or a succubus has sex with you, you are not aroused nor do you have a wet dream. Wet dreams also occur in the REM stages of sleep, but without atonia. This is known as an REM behavior disorder. Basically, if your muscles are not paralyzed, your body is going through some type of stress. But in my opinion, I would rather sleepwalk than be pinned down from a spirit with evil energy trying to have sex with my spirit. And this is because I have been sleepwalking since I was 6 years old. Anyway, a succubus and an incubus are bad news. These demons like to torment people. So I have to ask you, do you think Lilith and the moon are the same? In my opinion, I say no. I feel weird about how Lilith got to be the apogee of the moon. In reality, Lilith is a demon in the night sky with Nyx. You may ask, why is my Lilith so on point? Well, we all have desires for each house in astrology. I never thought of the new moon as an evil entity which represents our suppressed thoughts, sexual desires, and our yearn to be in the spotlight. 
I always looked at the new moon as a new beginning for us to achieve our dreams or goals for the month. But earlier in the episode, I said that we are touched by the new moon. And that is because every time Selene, the Greek goddess, left the night sky for a few days, she spent time with her loved ones before she had to return. The new moon is about love and comfort and not what Lilith represents. What I do believe is that Lilith is a moon of Jupiter. Therefore, Jupiter holds the key to our Lilith. However, it is still too early to know which moon represents Lilith. In conjunction, we do not know in which sign that moon is located. However, I use Jupiter as my true Lilith and sometimes I use Pluto too. Look at your Jupiter on your birth chart and let me know in the comments below. Is your Jupiter in your sign meaning the same thing as Lilith in that sign? Well, this is the end of this episode. I want to say thank you so much stars for coming on by. If you like this video, give me a like, share this video with your friends and subscribe if you haven't already. Until next time stars, goodbye.